Welcome to the Power Peak Hour with your host, astrology expert, Mark Husson. Hey, everybody. Welcome. This is so good to be here. I just, it's like my week. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have my Tuesdays and the awesome people to connect with about astrology and what's going on in the sky and talking to dead people. What? <laughs> yes, I have a special guest. I'm going to bring her on in a minute, but I first want to say hi to you, get you all situated because this is a crazy, crazy moon day. And why is it a crazy moon day? Because the very last Last day of May, we are going to kick off a cycle that is going to bring us in touch with three, count them, three eclipses. What is an eclipse? We're going to learn. But today we get to talk about some of the energies coming up. We get to talk to an amazing psychic, uh, Melissa Fry, and I'm, I'll, we'll tell you all about her in a sec. Now, listen, if you're new to the show, I'm Mark Husson, one of God's favorite signs, uh, and I am here to help you understand the nature of astrology. Now, uh, if you if you don't know how to connect with us, one of the best and most fun ways, I think, is to go over to our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Mark Husson, one word, and you can leave questions. I keep an eye on it. I have people that help me sometimes, but we get to see what your questions are, get to say hi, shout out to you every once in a while because you guys are awesome. Now, Facebook has been really creepy with me, and it kept logging me out, and I'd be in, says log in, and then I'd log in, and then I'd start typing, it'd say log in. <laughs> It's like, if you hadn't noticed me, it's sort of been a little weird for a while with Facebook. I'm trying, I'm trying to work it out. Secondly, um, I have a blog, powerpeakblog.com. Now, I've been really negligent with you guys because I have been really working on revamping our big psychic hotline site, the one to listen.com, where the best psychics in the world are around. They're showing up. Melissa Reed's there, the, our, our, our guest today. And they're getting geared up for a whole new uh, site, too, and some big specials for the eclipse. We just have a lot to do, and I'm just here to help, right? So it's a Taurus moon. It's void, of course. I've been teaching you a little bit about void, of course, moon. It's when it's getting ready to change signs, and it doesn't talk to anybody on its way. So you might feel a little whacked out. You might feel a little out of touch, out of sync. And that is going to end today when it enters the Gemini sign at almost five o'clock Pacific time, just about five o'clock. So hang in there with that. Big shout outs to all you wonderful people on Facebook who have been so kind and supportive during this cycle that we've been in. You know, it, it, I'll shout out your names here in a minute, but I want to make sure I get all the announcements. Now, guess what? I'm going to be teaching a node class, N-O-D-E. What are they? Well, that's why you take the class, but they are directions in your chart that tell us what you came in with, and it can relate to past life. If you're into past lives, you can definitely attribute these skills that you came in with to a past life. And they talk about what you're here to achieve. So the nodes sort of give you this purpose and direction in life. I'm going to post that link on the Facebook page, and then I'm going to send it out. So get on our mailing list. You know, we have so many things going on, so many irons in the fire that sometimes it's just really hard to keep up and keep track with. But you know what? We're in the Gemini cycle, so y'all can do it because we learned the Gemini is all about communication. Now, tomorrow we have an eclipse. I'm just going to give you this now because when we bring Melissa on, we want the focus to be about Melissa and her skills because she's got so much to give us. Tomorrow, the eclipse is the first day of June. It starts at 2.03 p.m. Pacific time which is 5.03 p.m. Eastern time. Now, that means two things. One, one to listen.com, 12listen.com is going to have a rockin' sale for five hours. So you got to make sure to go visit one of the psychics and get a clue. 
Secondly, onetoreports.com is going to be offering reports that will that you can do to see what that eclipse is going to do in your chart. But what is that eclipse going to do in your chart? And that's the thing that understanding astrology is going to help you see. This eclipse. Now, what is an eclipse? It's when the sun the moon and the earth start interacting with each other in such a way that like for this eclipse coming, the moon is going to come between the sun and the earth. And it's going to, let me see, this is the new moon. So it's going to cast a shadow on the earth. <laughs> it's cool. There are shadow chasers, you know, people who actually look for that eclipse and follow where that shadow is going to land. Now it's in the sign of Gemini. What does that mean? Well, there's a lot of layers on eclipses. They come from 19 years of a cycle, right? This one's in Gemini. And if you have any clue where Gemini is in your natal chart, because you have it somewhere, you have all 12 constellations floating in your natal chart. If you can identify the area of your life that Gemini is in, now, if you can't do that, again, we have reports that can at 12reports.com or 12reports.com, or we have astrologers that can do that, or a lot of you might be able to read it from the blog, powerpeakblog.com, and figure it out for yourself. But Gemini will be on the outside wheel. We're looking for the 11-degree point, so it'll be in one of your houses, one of their 12 houses. Whatever house it hits, that's going to be the house where information, communication is going to come to you. We're going to get a lot of conclusions. A lot of people are going to start a cycle of information and communication, and we could go on and on. Now, you can continue all this astrology talk. Just track us at the 1-2 family. We have a 1-2 radio. We're going to have Radley Valentine, who's co-writing a book with Doreen Virtue, uh, and a set of cards is going to be talking about this eclipse feature right after our show. Okay? All right. You guys are so much fun. I promise to shout out to you once I get logged back into Facebook, which keeps logging me out. But I want to talk to you about this woman. Now, Melissa's been with the One Two family for just about three years now. She is in Mexico. We got to find out what the heck she's doing in Mexico. And I can't wait to ask her if people look at her, if she has ever just been tempted to get a t-shirt that says, I see dead people. <laughs> I want to bring her out without further ado. She's been a wonderful ally and a support to the One Two family. She's a sweet person. I got to meet her and her amazing daughter, and we're we're just gonna like have a good chat. So please welcome, if you will, my dear friend and colleague Melissa Fry, medium Melissa Fry. I like to say, Melissa, are you here? I am. I am. Hello. Woohoo! I I'm can't so believe excited. you made it. I know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, the dog started howling. Whenever I do mediumship or there's about mediumship, it's like my dogs go crazy. The internet cuts in and out. It's like, oh I my goodness. That. <laughs> I know. So we're all set. I love it. And you're in Mexico right now, right, Melissa? I know, I know. And for Bradley's sake, he's always giving me a hard time because I'm always jumping in the pool because it's so hot here. But <laughs> he's like, he's probably going to do the show from the pool. And I was like, I can't, but I wish I could. I know. Um, Wouldn't that yes. be fun? It's this nice image of you in a raft sipping on something and talking about right. like how you <laughs> how you do your work. Now, right. Melissa, you have yes. an incredible history. If anybody can go. Now, I want to make sure they get the spelling right. This is Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A, and Fry is spelled F-R-E-I. 
Com. Yeah. Now, if you all check out her website, what you're going to notice is this woman of many, many talents. Not only does she have a list of things that she does psychically and through mediumship, she also offers a ton of courses. You're a teacher. You're a, you're a medium. You you find missing persons, missing things. I mean, it's ridiculous. So we want to start and sort of chip away for people exactly what does it mean to be a medium as different from a psychic, and are they always hand-in-hand? Hand? Could you help us a little bit with some of that information? That's a great question because, you know, it's funny because when I first started doing this work professionally, I only labeled myself as a medium. If somebody wanted what I thought was a psychic reading, which was a fortune-telling reading or predicting the future, it wasn't for me. I was solely huh. a medium. And, and it wasn't until I really started to learn that it's all the same, in a sense. You know, because the psychic aspect, it's like where you get the messages as being a psychic or where you're getting getting that information, whether it's from your guides or whether it's from your ascended masters or whatever source you're tapping into that, that energy to get that information, it's yeah. the same as what a medium would do is tapping into spirit, right? Interesting, and, yes. And so I like to look at it as, as I'm tapping in more into my spiritual, my, my dead people team. Right? Yeah, and, like so people who have crossed over that. And so are most of the people that you talk to, like when you mention that are for you, for you personally, do you have a team that you kind of turn to that's your, you, no, yes? I, yes, 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 I do. And it's it's crazy because a lot of times what will happen is, is when I do, because I do also do pets, right? And we talk to the pets that have crossed yes. over and all of that. And I actually have a puppy of mine that passed away really tragically at six months old. He's mm. my he's my puppy psychic, my puppy medium that I connect Seriously. with. Seriously? Yeah, I'm being serious. I love that. <laughs> and I, that's I mean, like I you actually close with. your eyes. So I want people to get this picture. Okay. How, like in what form do they come? Are you seeing them? Are you, do you hear panting and a little puppy wagging its tail? What is the image for you? <laughs> laying on a couch with a cigar and a glass of wine saying, are you ready? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, it's where, you know what? Every single session, every single experience is honestly different. I've never had one mediumship experience that's different. I've had experiences where I've literally sat there and saw somebody walk into the room and I'm like, why is nobody else seeing this man who just walked in? Because he looks clear as day to me. I've wow. had experiences. Yeah, I mean, where where I've sat there, I'm like, does nobody see this person? Am I the only one? And I start describing him, and she brings out a photo of her her boyfriend that had committed suicide, and I'm like, oh my god, that's him! Um, wow. And I'm and I'm chicken, you know. I'm the kind of person too that it's like if I hear footsteps coming down my hallway, I hide under the covers, you know. And my <laughs> husband's like, who's coming? I was like, I don't know, hide. So, <laughs> well, is it ever difficult to tell if it's a, a, a physical entity or a, a disembodied one? Or, I mean, is it hard to tell the difference in your reality? You know, no, not anymore. I mean, in the beginning it was. And, you know, one of the things that I think is because mediumship is, is one of those things and spirits are one of those things where it's, it's everywhere these days, right? It's becoming more and more acceptable in the community. There's more people talking about it. So it, it's, it's really out there. But one yes. of the really, there's also a lot of fear around it. And one of the things that I'd really like people to let know, let you guys know, and especially your listeners around mediumship, is you can set boundaries with those spirits. 
And that's mm. what I learned because I would be up, you know, getting, you know, sneaking for a cookie in the middle of the night or a cupcake. And all of a sudden <laughs> I hear someone talking over my shoulder and I'm jumping like I'm busted when I'm trying to do whatever kind of diet I'm doing. Like, oh, my God, I'm not eating a cupcake. And it would be spirit. Oh my God, that is so funny. I, I know. Now, see, that's my kind of thing because I'd be busted all the time if they were watching me eat. <laughs> that's like crazy. Just, I know, I know. And you, and you do. And you can set boundaries. And so now that I do that, I have an agreement where it's like I don't. I don't have any spirits within my home unless they're a part of our extended, you know, our family of somebody, people who have passed because we've had a lot of passings between my husband and I. Uh, and so I don't have any extra, I don't have time for it, you know, anybody coming up to me. And, and one of the things is because in the beginning I used to get bombarded with people. Like I'd be sitting at Chili's and I'd be eating and all of a sudden I'd have, you know, somebody deceased come up to me and say, that's my wife there. Can you go talk to her? And it's like, oh, no. my goodness, I going crazy. And I was like, I can't go up to some stranger at Chili's and say, hey, your dead husband's talking to me. <laughs> That's a good saying? movie. I, I like that scene, though. That's a great pickup line, too. Excuse me, right. your dead girlfriend just wanted me to come and say, hey, because she thinks you'll like me. <laughs> right, I like right. that idea. Um, so, Melissa, is the, um, the uh, I know people in Facebook are, are sort of mentioning that we might be cutting in and out. So I'm going to try not to interrupt okay. when you're talking. But um, I want to I want to get like to this idea of um, you, people who come to you like they. It, so I remember you told me this incredible story about you were getting a message from somebody and it turned it out that they were still here in physical form and they had Alzheimer's. And mm -hmm. it's like, that seemed really fascinating to me. So is there no, like, could, I know you have a school called My Mind to Yours, which made me think of that. Like, do you have a way of going, it's not necessarily the brain then that's talking to you, right? I mean, are, are, what do you call it? Are you talking to somebody's sort of like soul or, or super conscious? Do you have a word for what's going on? You know, I, I, you know, I, I wish I could pinpoint it into a word because it's, it is crazy. I mean, in that situation, I, it was a new experience for me and saying like, okay, I'm bringing through someone's, you know, mom or grandma and all of a sudden, yeah, she's alive. And it's like, whoa, well, what do we do with that? And, you know, I, I, the way that I feel it is, is that, you know, since we're all, whatever you want to call it, spirits or energy or tapping in on a soul level, it's like there's that part of us that we can tap into. And so I like to look at it more as like tapping in on a soul or a spirit level with somebody else. And that's what makes anybody easy to connect to. Even if we're looking in the psychic realm of, of or intuitive realm of talking or communicating where people's like, you know, I want to know about this relationship or what happened with this situation, you know, not just in mediumship, but also in other areas, because essentially what you're doing is the same thing you're doing in mediumship, tapping into that spirit, you're tapping into that person. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And what it, it makes me think also that that's possible to teach. Is that something that everyone can learn? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and honestly, it's about taking it to, to what level you want to take it. You know, I've had students that want to do it for their personal experience or want to just learn how to have a deeper connection with their loved ones or with their spirit guides. And I have people that have, you know, there's different personal reasons, but anybody can do it. And I'm a big, the way that I love to teach is, is that I'm a person, I'm not conventional in, in the field, you know, I'm 
meditate five seconds in the shower, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, you know, and I've got a crazy life. And when I remember reading books or doing things and saying, okay, you got to meditate like this, it's like I've got the attitude of like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it like the book is telling me to. And how I try to teach today is not teaching you what works for me because what works for me isn't going to work for you. So it's about learning how to pull your gifts out of you and make them their your own. Yeah, see, that is, to me, that's really appealing because you have such a confidence. And I posted your chart on Facebook. They have to scroll down to see it because we have a lot of people talking to us today, which is really great. But um, you have this, a lot of planets in the house of communication and, and you, and a lot of them are in Libra, ironically, even though you're a Virgo and you have this gift of being able to sort of talk to all forms. Now I have a hunch that what makes it, uh, so eclectic is your ability to find the the like you can talk to anything anyone and and the fact that you can then take that skill and teach it to somebody else how to do that it seems like there's some big advantages because I know you find lost animals I mean just tell me I this is so fascinating to me um, I have two questions around astrology one is do you notice an increase during new and full moons of like your ability to connect in psychically to energies around you? Okay. What's interesting about that is, is that yes, there is a big difference. And, and the biggest difference of what I've noticed in my work is around full moons. it seems like that's a great time to really communicate with your pets whether they're here, whether they're deceased, getting into that animal energy is really strong. And so that wow. connection, it's almost like as if they're just right here with us. Like it's almost the vision of barking at the moon, right? Or howling wow. at the moon. Yes. And so that's a great time to connect with, with your animals in this realm. Um, I, and as far connect as psychically, new, are you saying like just sort of open your mind and listen? Yeah. Yeah. And, and opening up to that animal energy or even your totem animals or anything to do with animals, hmm. anything. And I feel like with the new moon, it's a great opportunity be, you know, to connect with your loved ones on the other side or relationships that are troubled or things that aren't really going that great for you. Moreover, in the mediumship realm, too, if like you have a troubled relationship and you don't have closure, a new moon and that energy of healing is really strong. And that's for relationships that are still living? Like if the person is still around but you're separate from them, you can still Absolutely. do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Living or deceased. Wow. Because I so, feel the, go ahead. the deceased is, I still feel the deceased is living. And, it, you know, so I, I feel like it could be about anything. It's about whatever's keeping you stuck in your mm -hmm. life and not allowing you to propel to that next level in your life. That's the opportunity to work on it. Wow. If, if somebody... It seems to me that if somebody is deceased, like things like my dog broke my heart. I mean, it was just it was years ago, six years ago. I still sometimes think of my little baby boy and I just like get choked up. How is connecting with that energy a relief? Because there's a part of me that's like, don't bring up my dog because I'll just get sad. But I see people doing that all the time. Is it healing to do that? I mean, it seems to me that just makes it me long for them more. What is what's the truth there? Do you think? Uh I feel like this because I've lost, like I was talking about my, my puppy Deuce, it really, you know, it was horrible. And so like, I get that. It was when my friends, one of my friends said, go talk to a pet psychic. I'm like, yeah, right. Why would I go do that? Yeah. You know, 
I mean, so I get that. And, and, and honestly, like today looking at it, I feel that it brings um, an understanding sometimes about their experience with us. It brings a closure to it as far as, you know, if somebody had died, if, a, if a pet died tragically, to have an understanding about it, to not feel guilt around it, or if they had a sickness. So there's a lot of that personal stuff, that personal connection. And sometimes it's just for the, the, the idea that they're still with us. Or they're still oh, that, around yeah. us. Oh, that makes so you much know, sense. And, and so it's really, I think, more of a personal reason of, you know, because sometimes people feel guilty for having to put their, their animal to sleep or, you know, so that I think it's personal. It's a lot. It's very similar to me as it is with humans. Yeah, that makes so much sense, though. I mean, I can see the idea of seeing that, you know, he's still around. You don't have to miss him. And to be to learn how to be able to tap into that more frequently, I think would could be really kind of healing. Um, do you. How does that relate to finding objects? Now, like, how do you find missing objects? Because I've heard you, I've, I've heard stories, I've seen feedback from people, like you just have this knack for finding things that are lost. Where, how are you tapping into that? Does that have a soul too? <laughs> it's like I go and like, a, if you saw me, it's funny because like when you, if you see, I have to videotape myself. I sit there, I cock my head to the right and I like look like I'm tarting out on something and it's like, I just watch it. It's a movie. What happened? Wow. So it's like I get a visualization of you taking that object and, and what happens to it. And I believe going into psychometry, right, which is right. every item, everything has energy, holds energy. Well, so does your item, right? It's all yeah. energy. So it's me tapping into your energy with that object and locating it. Okay, so you're tapping into the person who lost it first. Is is Exactly. Does that work? I mean, so you've worked – have you worked with – I know you've worked with missing persons. I mean, is that, do you have a lo an area that you love more than another in your, in your work? I mean, cause that seems like, like cold cases, right? That's like that. Mm -hmm. It would seem like the, if the police force got a hold of you, do you have some friends in the, in the police uh, departments that, that call you for help? I do. I have, I have uh, one person that, that has called and I do all of my other work. I am really excited about this. I've been working with them now for about, two years and it's called findme2.com and it's um and it's it's like free of charge there's about a hundred or a hundred i don't even know who they are a hundred 150 psychics mediums and we all donate our time for free so there's no profit nothing and wow. what they do is yeah and it's a retired police officers a bunch of retired police officers and so they've created this organization because with one psychic working on something, it, 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 it sometimes it can get really frustrating. You know, I don't ever charge for my missing people work. I always, I'm really clear on, I have a form on my website that you can fill out if you do have a person that's missing to separate from a reading versus a missing person. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with that work, it's crazy because they have so much success. So we all fill out our reports, submit in our reports. And so they've got all this information on where this person is. And I find that that's so much more effective because there's still a lot of, I think, police or other people out there that aren't fully invested into the whole psychic aspect yes. or mediumship aspect. So this this. What was developed to find me too is really pretty amazing. So, really Melissa, is. you're um, we. I want to make sure they know how to get a hold of you because we are. Yes. I can't believe we're running out of time. I know. Um, the um, 
the the amazing thing is you can either help people talk to people who have crossed over or you can teach them how to do that. Because we have Cindy on the Facebook page that lost her mother and her daughter. God bless you, Cindy. Um, and she's thinking like can, maybe she can learn how to connect too. So here's the thing. Absolutely. You are, you tell me what else we need to say, but we are, you can connect with melissafry.com. Melissa, F-R-E-I.com. You can find her on one two listen. Dot com And there's actually a link. If you click her picture, you can email her and find out what else she's offering at One Two Academy classes, because I know you'll do extended personal mediumship uh, at a flat rate and you're, you're just developing that. So there's a lot of ways yeah. people can get. Is there anything that you want to share, a way to get a hold of you? We have about 30 seconds and then I'll follow oh! up after the show. <laughs> Yeah. The last thing I want to say is because mediumship is a really scary thing for some people is that on One Two Academy, I do have my mediumship tele-gallery, and that's a really great way to just get an experience or get a feel for how I work. And okay, so here's what want, we're going to you know, do. You, yep. you Can you stay with me for the first five minutes of the second half? Yeah. Yeah, okay, absolutely. so get your list of, of what we're going to do. We're going to let them uh, have some closure with you. And then, okay. uh, so hang with us, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. Melissa's going to come back and we're going to get your pencils and we'll find out how to find her. Melissa, thank you so much. Stay with me. You guys will be back in just a few minutes. Welcome to the Power Peak Hour with your host, astrology expert, Mark Husson. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this fun show with my very special guest, medium, psychic, uh, clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairvisual, something, right, Melissa? Melissa Fry, you still with us, Melissa? <laughs> I am. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah, it is. It's like, it's so cool. And what I love about the fact now we have... Um, K-Dragon, she's certainly not at all prejudiced, but she's like, I so love that Melissa's a Virgo. You know, you Virgos do tend to stick together. <laughs> but um, what I love about you being a Virgo is that you do tend to make sure that what you do is of service. And when you do it, you do it very thoroughly. And I know that there are people just dying to know um, to get our links up there so that they okay. they want to know about the site that you said um for missing persons that you volunteer they want to know about um the the my mind to you to your mind my mind to yours teleclasses they want to know about what you're doing at one two academy and how to get in touch with you regarding uh, just a mediumship there's like you doing some medium for them and see who's around them so let's lay out the links and then um, okay. let them have it, and I can help you type them into Facebook too. But you give us a, how people can touch base with you. I will, and I've already put the Find Me Too link up there, and I'll put the rest of the links up. And for those of you, I know a couple of people had asked a couple questions about connecting with their puppy and stuff like that. And I have some people that are here, so I'm going to post if that's okay with you, Mark. Yeah. Because I've got some people coming through. And so no, I, really, I, you do, I know, I do. <laughs> for the for the people yeah. on the Facebook pages. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it, and I've got a Jack Russell Terrier here. Um, oh, do we know if I it's know. A, if it's crossed over or? It's crossed over. Okay. It's a male Jack Russell Terrier. I mean, clear oh. as day. 
<laughs> That's so, so cute. <laughs> I know. But yeah, so I'm going to play on there too while I'm listening to all the Eclipse stuff coming up too, if that's okay. Yeah, that'd um, be so awesome. You get, yeah, you, get, you make sure to keep an eye on our Facebook page. Now, do you have a Facebook page too? I do, I do. And there's lots of fun stuff. I do, I do daily, I do weekly contests and that's Melissa Fry Medium. And I also do like my daily indigo cards for kids. I pull a card a day. I also give you pointers and hints on how to tune in and tap into your own intuition. And we play all kinds of games over there. So I'm pretty active on Facebook. You are. Now, you did do a deck of cards called the Indigo Cards for Kids. You also have a live oracle on your website that is the result of those cards. Now, that to me is, again, that Virgo influence you have. It's like the service, the children, the small animals. Also, um, you have have uh let me oh my gosh you oh you have t-shirts based on and cups based on the artwork of your of your indigo uh children cards what what made you do indigo children cards what was that about you know i it's one of those things where i kept hearing you're gonna work with kids and it's like no i'm not you know i have one and have no interest in it and you know the message kept coming to me that two o'clock in the morning message kept coming to me of do this and it was like the idea just came to light and it's crazy because my purpose for creating that deck of cards is, you know, people always ask, does it have to do with your daughter Parker? And and, and honestly, it doesn't because she's she's totally different, you know, in the sense of she's more of like this woo-woo-y, you know, save the world. And I'm like, take charge and, you know, we're different. But for me, honestly, the cards are because I was a kid who grew up in a place where I didn't know feelings, had a lot of damage as a child. Uh, and experiences, and it was really important for me of this concept, what if we created cards for children to learn how to identify their feelings and to become more sensitive and more in tune and being able to articulate their feelings, again, the communication. And that's where the inspiration and the use of the cards are for me. Wow, that's so good. There, You are generating such interest. There's people asking uh, when you and how you do readings. I want to put a shout out. You know our dear friend Kat, her friend yes. is um, taking her last breath right now as we speak and it's like so now when that happens is that something like just and i want to get into you're too interesting i want um, how what's the process i mean like somebody's taking their last breath um are are they like in a transition period can you still talk to them absolutely Um, absolutely you know honestly it's one of the it's it, it just really depends on the situation but usually by that point uh, when they're taking their last breath, they are already out of their body. They're not in their body yet anymore. So they're, oh. it's a really easy to communicate to. And, and you know, I got to say something because it wouldn't be me if I didn't, right? Because I have yeah. a twisted sideways personality. But my husband said to me the other day, he's like, what happens? Because, I mean, we all have these ideas and these feelings and these theories of death and crossing over and all this talk, Right. Yeah. And we share about our experiences. He's like, what happens if like we die and then we realize, oh crap, that was the most painful thing I ever experienced. Like childbirth. <laughs> the coming death into part? The world. Yeah. <laughs> and I, he's like, what about like, cause childbirth is, is painful. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, just imagine you're in this nice, warm, comfy womb and then you come out and it's like this freezing, horrific world. So anyway. Yeah, no, but, that's a good question. I love his mind. That's I know. Good. I know. <laughs> but anyways, no. Honestly, communicating to them is easy and, and doing that. And, and I'm going to, Kat emailed me, so I'm going to give her a call here in a little bit. And, Aww, and uh, you know, sweet. and it, it is. 
is it's it's one of those things where it's like we could be able to be there, and it's really great to help people to cross over. I also like working with people, hospice patients as well, because a lot of times there's a lot of fear in crossing over for, for the person who is still here and well, trying you, to transition. Yeah, and you definitely have your mission cut out for you. That's pretty amazing. We already got the Jack Russell person talking in. We do. What I'm going to do, Melissa, I'm going to okay. have you turn loose on my I Facebook will. page. And also, be sure, do not be shy. Leave all the links you want about I your won't. Facebook page. Make sure people understand how to find you at your website at onetolisten.com. Uh, just give them the works. You've been an amazing guest. You are pretty fascinating. And I think people need to know that good people like you are out there fearlessly connecting with the world on all levels. And I think uh, what makes it good for me that, A, you're on my team. I love having you as a psychic advisor at Once Who Listen. And also the fact that you represent fearlessness. You go after this stuff with a with a good and open mind. And I think it's good that people like you are out there. So thank you for the work you're doing. Please let them know how to find you, how to get training, I whatever. I will get and on then, there um, and have fun. Will you come back and play with us on the oh air? God, I would love to. This is fun. And we totally went over time, but... <laughs> <laughs> nah. Well, you know, Thank that's going to happen with those Mercury me. people. I, I I'm glad you, so you did. And listen, you're you're leaving Mexico and you're going to be I in am. the States. So we'll have to bring you back for the conclusion of that. We're going to have everybody send you out a beautiful image of a safe and wonderful journey. Melissa, <laughs> thank you so much for coming. And thanks for taking care of the gang on Facebook.com. We will have you back, I promise. Thank you. Thank Bye, you. Everyone. Let's talk soon. Okay. Hey, you guys, thank you so much. And the callers, thank you for your patience. I want to make sure that we get a little astrological time in there. It's so fun to have the different people that that work at One Two Listen. I mean, we do go on a hunt to find the best of the best. And um, they're friends with each other, as you saw, because Kat will let Melissa know there's something going on, or the staff will come to Facebook and say, hey, could you help? And they we we meet every week. It's a beautiful, beautiful system. I'm really honored by it. And I'm there's no BS about the fact that we do know each other. We do talk every week. And um, it's not just your typical psychic hotline. So please support the One Two Listen family. Also, if you need reports, one two report.com. Okay, we're going to take a call with Jen on line one and see how she's doing. Hello. Hi, Jen. <laughs> Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm good. A little shocked, but good. That was a great oh, interview. Did we catch you off guard a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just mesmerized by the interview. That was fantastic. Yeah, it was good. I love that stuff too. And it's like, she's such a, she has, see your Mercury, you have that jupe, that um, moon in Virgo, Mercury, you have sun in Gemini, Mercury, you have Mercury in Gemini, Mercury, you're mercurial. And <laughs> and when you meet those people, it's, it is just fascinating. So I'm so honored to have you call. It's a good segue from energy like Melissa's on because it is very similar. And what brings you to call the show Gemini Virgo? It's my birthday. Uh, I didn't even notice. Happy birthday, Jen. Not That's today. When, uh, Thursday. The second. Yeah. yeah. But, so you're um, having your solar return and are you just curious about it or does you have a focus you want me to look at? Well, particularly with the eclipses coming up, being a yeah. Gemini, um, I'm just curious how this is affecting me or what, you know, how I can work with the energy. Well, you know, birthdays are one of those holidays that candles are involved. And anytime a candle is involved, I always like to tell people, you know, our ancestors knew they're kind of tough because you're kind of coming a culmination of 365 days with an eclipse there with the sun and moon both together present on your sun. To me, that suggests that this entire year you are connected to your feelings. Whenever we're connected to our feelings, we have this opportunity to manifest effortlessly because the the thoughts need a fuel. They need an anchor. They 
need a way to actually connect to us and they do that through our feelings so when the sun and moon are together in your birth chart what that ha what happens with that is the opportunity is never ending to manifest what your desires are and so this is a year for you with that now not only is that happening jupiter is just moments away from your relationship house now are you in relationship now yes i am okay um is it going okay you know what it's i have a fabulous partner i have a fabulous marriage we did hit a little bit of a rough spot a couple of weeks ago some things are changing for us he's going to be on the road a lot more with his job which is great and fabulous yep. um but a little emotionally rocky at first but we've, we've worked through some of the you know the initial round of fears that came up yep. um with this change I, I feel pretty good about it but it is a significant transition for us it is it is and what's going to happen is jupiter in just a couple of days is going to go into taurus and help you feel completely at peace with it it'll bring in the solidification that you need because when things are in earth signs they try in your moon which is where you get nervous and they also hit that venus of yours that mars of yours and everything suddenly just starts making sense and that's what you need because where your moon is right now you hold hold an image of the way things are supposed to be. You have this big should in your mind and it's uh -huh. okay. That's not a problem, but it does, if it doesn't fit, you get nervous and then it starts, you, you have to sort of shake things up to find the truth of them with Jupiter going here to make this aspect to you. It's going to make so much sense. And I think you're going to feel really the, for you, to me, the key word safety, I think it's going to feel safe because everything's going to be the way it's supposed to be. Does that help? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, I'm toying with the idea of uh, traveling overseas a little bit too, uh, particularly in India, um, oh. to study some yoga and Ayurveda. Um, and I'm just wondering if if there's something that indicates that in my chart, or if that's I'm kind of torn on when and and how that would come to fruition. But I would hope it would in the next year. Oh, you're hoping for the next year, yeah? Because I think what we have here, we want Jupiter to go into Gemini, so. When it goes into Gemini, which is going to be in 2012, that's the ruler of your ninth house of travel. Everything's going to unlock. Um, and I think to me, well, we could even do it when Mars goes into Gemini. So we have a couple of t times we're looking at, but absolutely. First of all, I want to tell you, it's good for you to do things like that because once you do hit the, the, that, that aspect of your chart that grows and learns, it's forever. But we're in a cycle for you right now that is so, listen to this. This year, Jupiter goes into Taurus, hits all your Taurus planets. Then it goes into Gemini, hits all your Gemini planets. And that's also your travel planet. Then it goes into Cancer, hits your career. Then it goes into Leo, which is where your natal Jupiter lives. And then it goes into Virgo, which is where all your moon and Saturn are. And then it goes into Libra, which is your rising sign. You have what that is, is basically seven full years of a Jupiter transit. Now that's not saying everything's bliss and roses because we know life, but it does say within this time next year, you're gonna have a different title. You're gonna define yourself differently. So I think you are gonna travel. I think you're gonna get the experience you want and Saturn crossing your ascendant. Look for, you'll hear it from other astrologers or when Saturn's at 22 degrees of Libra, which it's gonna be at the end of this year, you are gonna be redefining who you are in a very serious way. And it's gonna be absolutely thrilling for you. And I think you're gonna love that. So I know you're heading for a new identity, Jen. It's gonna be really amazing. This is the birthday year is gonna kick it off for you. Does that help? Oh my God, you're amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited for you, girl. You gotta let us know because you are ready. You are gonna rock and roll. It's good. Thank you. Great, thank great you, thank cycle. You. Thank you so much. Bless, thank you. Bye. Yeah. 
Oh, I think we left. Jen, I'm sorry. It's okay, honey. But you just know it's going to be okay. You don't have to worry. I know that little Virgo moon wants everything in order. We're going to jump to Michelle on line three. Oh, my God. Hello. Michelle, how are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? A little new moon in cancer, girl. You know, you know, we're get, we're getting the word out. God's favorite children. What can we do? We didn't make the rules. I can't help it. But um, you're a cancer. You're a cancer moon. You have a Virgo rising. And you are going through some really interesting times. What's happening? Oh, I, I would love for you to explain to, for me what's Tell going me, on. right? Yeah. I'm, I'm a mess. <laughs> I'm happy to. I know this is a tough one because I think what it looks like on this end is there's been a lot of choices, a lot of upheaval, a lot of things that you once felt secure in are starting to get shaky. And when you have that much cancer in your chart, it's not fun when things start looking like they're getting kind of torn apart, like you're questioning so much. You'll have to tell me the details, but Pluto is opposing your Saturn. It's opposing your Mercury. And that is often a change of mind. That's often a change of experience, like, but, but in a big way where you're asked to confront some personal fears that um, you once held, you know, as a law, it suddenly looks like you got to let go of some things is there some disruption like that going on yeah i think in everything that i'm doing from family to work everything (laughs) yeah it's a big intense time michelle you picked it for a reason because what you're doing is you're basically getting ready for a new public identity a public um, a true public identity but what it looks like is you're being ostracized and that i just want you to hear this sometimes we choose situations where we let go of everything so we can one at a time bring it back. But in that letting go, sometimes we hurt friends or it feels like they've hurt us. We we push everyone away. We make decisions that are like, whoa, why is this happening? Where we feel like the world's attacking us. Um, the biggest thing we have to do in times like that is make sure we have our hand and our heart on that part of us that is innocent and loving and we hold on to it like inside. Because it's like you have this little kid and you want to make sure that she's being protected from a lot of the ravages that are going around. So it feels really rocky. But I have to tell you, these are the times when who you are and the strength that's in you will will serve you like it's never, ever been allowed to before. It's it's sort of like the, 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 the pain of growing. And um, it's big and it's, and it's really long term, but we have, you're going to change everything. You're going to change. I think you're going to change what you do for a living. I think you're going to change. Um, I think you're going to find a new ideology, a new thing that you're going to teach. What's what does any of that sound like it's hitting somewhere? Well, I'm actually in the, in the middle of trying to find a new job. Okay. And I actually just got certified in, in Reiki um, and Karuna Reiki as a, a teacher. Oh my gosh. That's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and you're so good at it. Listen, don't be afraid of who, who all the shifts that are going on. You might have to leave home. You might have to like, you know, walk a little bit alone. Uh, you might feel a little bit alone. All you're doing is creating room for new people. And I hate to do the new age thing on you. Like it sounds so hokey, but this is huge because you're changing a complete identities within yourself. You're changing thinking. And, and that with that means like uprooting everything you ever believed and putting it back in and it for yourself with your own, your own parental message and your own sense of support. It's big. And it, and it really will feel alone. I mean, just alone, like I, new friends are going to need to come in and sort of really get who you are because the old ones may not understand. Are you okay with that? I've I've been okay with that. I've let go a lot of old people that just didn't seem like they fit in my life anymore. So, 
it's tough. You have Jupiter and Pisces, so that's really tough because you do connect very deeply with people. But listen, you have a mission to heal, to be a healer, to be, you, to spread your word around. And you have this amazing gift to communicate truth. And that's what you're here to do. And I think the more you get on your own to, to be that, the more... Um, the more it's going to spread and the easier it's going to be. So you, you, you're here to do what you're doing and you're doing it. You just, <laughs> this part right now is kind of like, ow, <laughs> but just yeah. know it's not, we're getting through it. Saturn's never going to hit your Pluto for another 30 years. It's done. And the rest is Jupiter's coming to your rescue. I think you're going to, there's going to be more education on the way. And then I think by this time next year, we're going to see you in a new, um, in a new place. So like moving, like, Yes, like moving and like career, everything. I think you're going to get some opportunities that you just did not believe were going to happen, but they're happening. Mm. Does that help, Michelle? I mean, can you hang in there with so. stuff? Any, I mean, anything like this summer or is it more just long term? Sooner? Well, this is all that craziness is happening this summer. So there could be some breaks. I mean, I think there's definitely some parental shifting going on. I'm not sure exactly what that means. I think you're you're um, shaking loose some of what you once agreed to as a mom uh, for yourself or with your mom. But I think you're sort of like making some hardcore choices. It's called a Saturn square. It's a seven year cycle that can be a little daunting. Um, but I'm thinking here, let's look at this. Um, we're looking at, I don't, you know, I don't think this, the next few months, as much as I think um, October, November, we're going to see the, uh, I think either your degree is going to come to use into fruition somehow, but I'm looking at, I'm thinking the fall. Can you get through the summer? Okay. Look at the fall, look at what opportunities are coming starting in October. And I think that's when you're going to start feeling all of this. Oh, okay. It's going to be fast, but it's slow getting there because you have a lot of this stuff to clean up right now. Gotcha. Yeah, so okay. don't be afraid to wear the T-shirt that says, I'm not your mom. <laughs> you might need that. Unless you really are their mom, and then you have to go into some denial and then therapy, whatever. But you'll be okay, I promise. <laughs> hey, good luck to you, Michelle. I hope you'll let us know, honey, will you? Thank you, I will. All right, honey. Happy happy eclipse, and enjoy these new moons. They're really, they're really powerful for you because you are a lunar child. So all <laughs> these moons... Next three, the next new moon, the next full moon, and the next new moon are all really packed for you. So enjoy them. Great. Thank you. You too. You, okay, honey. Thank you. <laughs> okay. And we're going to talk to Ginger. I think we have time for Ginger on line four. Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Ginger, how are you? I'm good. Um, I have a question. I have a book that I've submitted to various agents and publishers, and I've gotten okay. several no's and a few maybes. I was just wondering if and when astrologically the book would take off. Wow, you are in such an amazing cycle right now. Um, there's there's a Cinderella aspect hitting right now that I think um, we still have to keep your keep believing. Now you have a Pluto square happening right now, and it's also squaring Saturn. This again is like a cycle where you start letting go of old childish beliefs, um, things that you think might be holding you back, people from your past, ideologies. Um, I don't know what's going on in your relationships, but this to me is suggesting that there is a um, there is somebody coming in that's really going to appreciate this. I think we're. I mean, is it possible that within the next week we could even make a decision about this stuff that's going on? That would be is great. That well, that would be great, wouldn't it? But yeah. is there anything brewing that you heard about or that you're like, I got to make a decision soon? Is that sort of sitting on your shelf somewhere? I mean, just like with the book, I have a few maybes, so I'm waiting like for two more replies that I haven't heard like the maybes. 
Okay, I think what we're going to see, Venus is crossing your seventh house. I, what's going on in the love department? Let me separate the issues really quick. Anything happening romantically? Not really. <laughs> okay. Um, any hope for something to happen? Hopefully. Okay. Your thing is the book right now then, right? Mm-hmm. Is that we're saying? Okay. Somebody's going to help you. And I don't know who, uh, but I think we have Venus sitting right there. And then Mars is coming along to touch that point as well. And we're looking at the next week. So this is a weak thing. Like within the next week, you're, I think there's going to be some support that rushes in for you. Not only that, next year, Jupiter sits in your seventh house of relationships. There's somebody coming that's really going to serve. Maybe it's an agent, right? Or maybe mm-hmm. it's one of those people that writes you, but you are getting help. And I want you to keep your eyes open for that. You're a very private person right now. You're whatever you're thinking has the potential to really happen, but there could be a lot of confusion too. Um, I'm going to ask you to keep your head as clear as possible. Use your psychic ability because right now it's never been bigger. You have these little hunches that you get. You got to follow them. Yeah, does that make sense to you? Yeah, perfectly. Okay. They're huge. And when you're alone and tune in, Neptune is exactly on your sun. That happens every 220 some years. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. So so it's sitting right there. You're one of the chosen. You just made it into Pisces. Don't let it confuse you, but use it to be alone and get get wisdom coming in. You'll hear it. You'll hear it loud and clear, Ginger. It's going to be amazing. I hope you'll keep us posted. And congratulations in advance, because I think you got something on your hands that's going to work. Thank you so much, Mark. Will you let us know? Yes, I certainly will. Have a good day. Ginger, you too, sweetheart. Thank you. you. Hey, you guys, we're at the end of our show. This is amazing that you've been so patient and so kind. We're going to talk about these eclipses all week long. I'm going to come back to Facebook. I'm going to post up a recording so you can talk about it. I know that that's your focus, and we got to keep the astrology alive, right? Okay, will you do me a favor? Will you visit my wonderful people, of which Melissa is a part of at one2listen.com? We're having a special all day tomorrow starting at the new moon eclipse. And if you need a report, a personalized report. It's about you astrologically or numerologically. I run them all at one, two reports.com. And I'm going to post up my class on the nodes the 22nd. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. It's Mark Husson. Buy my book, Love Scopes. All right. Talk to you soon. See you next week.